0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Is This Biblical? As always, I'm Matthew. And before I introduce our guests, um, I do want to just give a quick warning. This episode is on a bit of a heavier side and may not be appropriate for children. <laughs> just as a fair warning, um, the topics we'll be discussing today is quite deep, but uh, we'll figure out what that topic is very shortly. But joining me always is...
1: What's up, guys? It's Gio. We're recording on a Monday. Special special... Uh Recording schedule because we weren't able to. Everyone's gotten sick. Stop being sick, everyone. Uh, and I'm here, joined by my good friend Dawson McCray Murray.
2: <sighs> it's Dawson McCray
1: Murray. Yeah, but yes, I I am here. I like calling you McCray. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, though. That's not your name. So I'll no, start it's that.
2: It, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I can rap. Yeah. Well, no, I can.
1: not uh, gifts. Can you rap gifts? I
2: can rap gifts.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Almost there happy to be here all right okay geo do you have a question for us i mean start? i do
1: but considering the topic today that's what i, what I was asking i think that's appropriate um just this is a more uh serious
0: topic yep but uh all right whatever you guys heard about the aliens in miami <laughs> <laughs> um yes i did hear about the aliens in miami yeah um, dawson has not though i have so. not Dude, Gio, do, do you want to give us a yes. quick recap?
1: So, and I didn't like hear about this till like days later, and Pastor Mauricio was the one that told me. Um, but there was a uh, like at a mall, just all the cops. Well, not probably not all the cops, but like cops from like all over Miami just flooded the mall and started like they wouldn't let people leave, and they were checking everyone's like phones before they went out. I did, um, see, yeah, I did see that.
2: <laughs> I remember now. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: and they were like. And the people were saying that there was, like, nine 11-foot, like, gray men walking around the mall just staring at people. And uh, basically, like, there's this huge conspiracy of, like, no, we can't let anyone get any pictures or videos of the aliens out. And apparently, I don't know if this is true, but, like, the Miami, like, airport got shut down during this time and all that. And that they say, right? All those cops went there because some teenagers got in a fight, and they went to go stop it. So it's a, it's weird. It's weird.
2: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But yeah. but it's Florida, so
1: what do you expect? It's true. It's true. You want to know my theory?
2: Yeah. Go the ahead.
0: commie dolphins. They found out how to get on land. Okay. And that will be part of an episode topic when we get uh, Joshua Calderon on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But as for as for it being Florida, they, we also had zombies in Florida, so <laughs> that's true. That's true. Was that the the bath salts? Yes, cases? it was. <laughs>
1: all right, but what what do y'all think? Aliens, demons, or mass hysteria?
0: <laughs> Probably, it, honestly, could be a combination of all three. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Come on, Dawson. T- don't be the Catholic Church. Take a stance on <laughs> <laughs> Well, the Catholic Church on today's topic really did take a stance. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I guess we're going to get into this topic. As I said, it is quite heavy. Today, we are going to be talking about taking one's life with, with their own hands. And that's what I'm titling this episode, because if I title it Suicide, it may get some bad issues. <laughs> Um yeah. as well I think we'll also be briefly talking about the euthanasia. Um mainly because the Catholic Church's position is very similar on both. Really? Yeah.
1: Huh.
0: Um so I'll start us off uh with just the Catholic Church's position which I will instead of reading just some boilerplate plate um like opinion this is actually located inside of the catechism of the Catholic Church. You can find it um in se- in the objects that I'll be referencing. Uh In 2276, those who live are diminished or weakened, deserve special respect. Sick or handicapped people should be helped to lead lives as normal as possible. So this is talking about euthanasia. um, 2277, whatever is motives and means directs euthanasia consists in putting an end to the lives of handicapped, sick, or dying people. It is morally unacceptable. Thus, an act of omission which of... Itself or by intention causes the death in order to eliminate suffering, constitutes a murder gravely uh, contrast to the dignity of the human person and to the respect due to the living God, his creator. The error of judgment into which one can fall in good faith does not change the nature of this um, murderous act, which must always be forbidden and excluded. Um, there is two two seven eight and two two seven nine, which I'm not going to read because I think those two kind of encapsulate the Catholic Church's opinion on euthanasia. And then for suicide, two two eighty, everyone is responsible for his life before God and has that who has given it to him, and it is in God who remi- uh, who remains the sovereign master of life. We are obligated to accept life gratefully and preserve it for His honor and for the salvation of our souls. We are stewards, not owners of the life God has entrusted to us. It is not ours to dispose of. 2.281 Suicide uh, um, contracts the nature inclined of the human being to preserve in uh, perpetuity his life, and it is gravely contrasted to the just of love of self. It likewise offends love of neighbor, because it unjustly breaks the ties of solidarity with family, nation, and other human societies, to which we continue to have obligations. Suicide is contrary to the love of the living God. Um, 2282, if suicide is committed with the intention of setting an example, especially of young uh, of the young, it also takes a gravity of scandal— Voluntary cooperation and suicide is, is contrary to the moral law. Grave psychological disturbance, anguish, or grave fear of hardship, suffering, or torture can diminish the responsibility of one committing suicide. We should not, um, 2283, uh, we should not despair of, eternal, uh, despair of the eternal salvation of, of people who take their own lives. By way known to him alone, God can provide the opportunity for sultry repentance, the church prays to the person or the person who has taken their own life. So those are the corresponding um, catechism reference numbers. So what does this all mean? Well, as we we have come to know, the Catholic Church really is kind of wishy-washy with a lot of this. With this, they have a very hard stance, and they've had a very hard stance for over a thousand years, which is if you commit suicide, you're going to hell. You're not going to purgatory. You're going to hell. Um, And it, as a... So the thing to remember with Catholic Catechism is it was revised under um, John Paul II uh, back in the 80s. And that's where they're... That's where you can see a lot of scholars start changing their mind on this opinion. Mm -hmm. And where they start going more towards that this, in the end, will be between God and his creation. Mm -hmm. And that suicide is seen less as you murdered yourself, so thus you will never be saved. Because in the Catholic Church in the works based doctrine, it's very specific you commit murder you're n- you're never being saved
2: what category of sin would they list that as um, uh, sin,
0: right? mortal sin mortal yeah. sin um yeah, I think so um so and then with euthanasia again, it's considered morally incomprehensible it's considered that it's an act of murder if you are even just omit like anything about it so
1: so uh, I mean,
0: this is, like, off topic, but what do they consider, like, soldiers and cops? Like, what do they consider that? So I do know the, the catechism goes actually fairly in depth with soldiers, at least, okay. um, and how that it is a more—it is justifiable for the protection of one's nation is the, is the reference they use. Um, as well, they are being commanded by their nation, and God tells us that we need to obey the, the national government. The argument in response that many Catholic scholars for several thousand years have said is Jesus himself says, if you live by the sword, you will die by the sword. Um, And it is, uh, we are supposed to respect all uh, laws of the nation that are not against God's creed. God commands us not to murder. So there is some highly, this is a highly debated topic. (laughs) Cool. So. So that is the Catholic Church's stance: is you're going to hell. So
2: I may have misheard you on that on the last uh, thing you read through. It sounded like there was a chance in purgatory, but I guess maybe I was reading. So
0: it there is, if it was caused by um, grave psychological disturbances, Mm, anguish, or grave fear of hardship, suffering, or torture, can diminish the responsibility of one's committing suicide. Okay. So their original stance that was doctrine for a long time, was that you, there is no lessening of one's guilt over suicide. Mm -hmm. It is in more recent times, especially under Pope John Paul II, that they really changed that opinion into that there are extraordinary circumstances. Mm -hmm. One that they did not is if you commit suicide intentionally for setting an example. This comes from terrorism. Right. And so I think we all can agree that as Christians, we're never called to commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not to be used as some tool or inspiration. Um, so that was the very depressing one <laughs> for the Catholic Church. Um, <laughs> however, uh, so as we have established the pattern on this show, we're going to have to talk about the Catholic Church, mainly because mm-hmm. they just have 2,000 years of doctrine that we can talk about. Very well documented. Yes, very well documented. And that one I was actually able yeah. to pull out of the Catechism. Yeah. Which I meant to bring my physical catechism, but I forgot it. Yeah,
1: and even when they have nothing to say, they document that too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. We don't know in writing. Yep. So, Billy Graham. Okay. Billy Graham. Dawson, do you want to take a guess? Unless you research Billy Graham for this, I have not researched Billy Graham. Um,
2: I don't know because I I think, for, at least from what I've heard, um, I th- I wouldn't be surprised if. The um, Baptist answer from you know sixty years ago would probably be same, almost the same as the Catholics with uh, going to hell. I mean, that'd be. Am I am I correct on that?
0: So you are right. I was actually talking to Miss Jimmy about this. Mm-hmm. A shout out. She listens to every one of these podcasts. Hey, <laughs> I've gotten her to listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, but um, we were talking about this in when she was a kid. It was a hundred percent the uh, Baptist Church's position as well as many other denominations, held the same opinion. It's only with the rise of suicide that people have actually started to re-examine this doctrine. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's here's a statistic um, that Billy Graham uses to answer this. Uh, suicide is the leading cause of death among Americans between the ages of 10 and 24. Mm. It is insane. Um, Billy Graham, however... One, uh, in, this, in this article, which uh, I will link in the show notes, um, he very specifically says that um, you need to, if you ever have suicidal thoughts or actions, which we need to say this as well, mm-hmm. that you need to seek help. Yeah, There's the helpline. There's friends and family. There should, you should be in an environment where you should be comfortable like talking to someone about these thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. As someone that's had depression and suicidal issues before, not committing, but thoughts. Um, it is one of those that can seem despairful, and it seems like there's no hope. There is hope, mm-hmm. and theres there, it is not the option that you think it is. Um, as an old teacher of mine said, uh, the darkest moment is before the dawn. Mm-hmm. So just know that there's plenty of people, um, in the church especially, there's plenty of people that are more than happy to have a conversation with you. As well, there's plenty of professionals. I'm not saying that you need to go find a psychologist or anyone, but I did counseling for years, and it helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. So, With, uh, with that uh, out of the way, Billy Graham. Um, so he says that, uh, one, we need to put our, our hope in life and death in Christ alone. Um, he also said, however, that this is a struggle, and this is a constant battle of which... There, that you may lose. It is sad, but he is, he's realistic in it that um, it, death may occur, but he also says that he does not think that it damns you to hell. doesn't use those exact words, but that's mm-hmm. what he's getting to. Um, he believes very much that, and God's providence, that he will forgive even that at mm-hmm. the last moment because he believes that we can't lose our salvation and Jesus paid for it all on the cross. Yeah. Which is a very hopeful thing. The, the thing is, I couldn't find exactly when he stated this. This article was written in the mid-thousands, so he may have had an, a stricter opinion before, and I just couldn't find it. The mid-thousands? Uh, mi- the Over mid-2000s. A thousand? <laughs> Over I'm a thousand? okay. Well, the mid-2000s. I don't think Billy Graham was that
2: old. He was on um, TV.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the mid-2000s, buddy.
1: Um.
2: I wonder if that's, if that's a modern view, because if, if, if it's, um, uh, he was saying that back in, I guess you say his prime, uh, yeah. that would be a very rare position, don't you think?
0: I do think it'd be, I don't think it'd be extremely rare, um, with who I'm about to talk about there, this is more rare. But um, Billy Graham, I honestly think he was just very genuine and very much, car- uh, was very caring, and I honestly think he read his Bible quite heavily. And Absolutely. as I know that we're going to talk when you when you start talking, there's plenty of biblical evidence that points to we're probably we're not going to be damned if uh, if you commit suicide. We'll see. we'll, we'll, we'll see <laughs> what Dawson's opinion is. You know, I didn't get Geo's opinion because I, I know Geo's opinion is my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's the same with Dawson, which we'll, we can go ahead and say it now. I don't think any of us think that you're going to be damned to hell forever if you kill yourself. I don't think that Dawson. Uh, I don't think that either. Okay, (laughs) and neither do (laughs) I. Don't go
1: Catholic Church on us,
2: (laughs) guys. I have a I have a a Catholic robe in my car that
0: (laughs) he really does. This is not a joke. I've yet to take it out from Halloween. (laughs) So so last two people I'm going to talk about Martin Luther. There you go, Martin Luther. Direct quote: "It's his day today." Is it? No, this is (laughs) Junior's day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I completely missed that joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> I do not share the opinion that suicides are certain to be damned. My reason is they do not wish to kill themselves, but are overcome by the power of the devil. They are like a man who is murdered in the woods by a robber. However, this ought not be taught to the common people, lest Satan give an opportunity to cause slaughter, and I recommend that the popular custom be strictly adhered to, to accordance in which it, the suicidal corpse, is not carried over the threshold, etc. Such people do not die by free choice or by law, but our, lo- our Lord God will dispatch them as he executed a person that uh, through a robber. Magistrates should treat them quite strictly, although it is not plain that their souls are damned. However, we are examples by which our Lord God wishes to show that the devil is powerful and as also we should be diligent in prayer, but for these examples, we should not fear God, hence we must teach it in this way.
2: Well, that is a very rare position, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's cool to hear the the OG Protestant holds to something similar to us. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't like that, you know, yeah, this is true, but we shouldn't teach that to people. Yeah. It's uh, uh, that whole uh, keep the people in fear so that they... They, do, they don't They do do what we don't want them to do. At same the same time, time,
0: I think today we have lost some perspective on what the true fear and trembling of God is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's a conversation for a whole different topic than this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I disagree sort of with this opinion. Um, the main point I disagree with is the same point you disagree with, which is that yeah. it shouldn't be taught to the masses, which I do understand the reason why he's saying that is because he's afraid that they're they're going to see it as truly an option when it shouldn't be. Right. And realistically, that's what we do today. We know it's real it's a thing, but it is very stigmatized in general, so we choose not to talk about this topic mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. Um the reason why I read uh, that quote from uh, Martin Luther is because CS Lewis holds holds a very similar position. Yeah. And here's a new quote. Um Jean was father of more spiritual matters than you and she can help you more when she now where she now is than she can ha- have done on earth you must go on this one this is one of the m- many reasons why suicide is out of the question another is the absence of any ground for belief that death by that route would reunite you with her w- why should it you should uh, you might be digging an eternal underbridge, unbridgeable chasm. Disobedience is not the way to get t- uh, nearer to the obedient. There's no other man in such affliction as you as yours, to whom I dare write this so plainly, and that if you can believe me is the strongest proof of my belief in you and love for you. To fools and weaklings, one writes soft things. So C.S. Lewis is writing a letter um, to a friend whose wife recently passed. Mm. And the, man, the, the guy is very depressed. He's like, I just want to be reunited with her. So he's considering suicide. C.S. Lewis is being very direct in this passage, saying that you should not <laughs> under any circumstance. Yeah. Um, which I do think is some ground. At the same time, so so I do agree that the way that he phrased it in the letter is very concise. He's like, don't do it. How can you get to, how can you reach the obedient when you're being disobedient in doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, if the guy did it, what would have happened? Um, I'm not, again, that's Between not really for God. me to know. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, I do know that the guy did not kill himself, C.S. Lewis. It was still really good friends with him into his passing. That was written in 1955. So, um, And those are the four people, really, I wanted to bring up, um, of which everyone nowadays has a very... I think everyone's laxed a bit on their opinion. Mm-hmm. A lo- about 50, 60 years ago, everyone held about the same opinion, which was, you kill yourself, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. But even then, I know... Um, from the stories I had in talks I had with Miss Jimmy, um, even then a lot of the common people did not truly believe it because they looked at the Bible and saw God's love and saw the circumstances of which things happened that they believed that it would not, God would not allow one, one sin to be, to be considered greater than the other sins besides the one that he listed which was the unforgivable sin. Mm -hmm. Right. Because at the end of the day, even the Catholic Church agrees that the sin that is committed when you kill yourself is murder. And that's what they state. (laughs) Right. One sin is is the same as every other sin. Mm -hmm. So if we can lose our salvation, if the Catholic Church is correct and the treasury of merits is correct, and uh, you are going to spend time in purgatory, then if they're... Doctrine is correct. I 100% believe that if you kill yourself, you'll be in purgatory. I don't think you're going to be damned for it. And then, you know, the prayers for the saints and everything.
2: Yeah, but we don't believe that, so we won't be doing that nonsense. <laughs>
0: no, I believe that God covered all sins when he died on the cross, both past, present, and future. And yeah. so I know that the Lord knows everyone's hearts and knows all things, so I trust that he paid for the sin of suicide and, and that moment as well. Brother Dawson, do you want to pick up?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, I was trying to think of. Uh, I wrote down a few questions, but I feel like we've we've kind of already covered them. Mm-hmm. Like one, you know, like, is suicide a sin? Yes, it's breaking the yeah. fifth commandment: "Thou shalt not murder." Um, I and we are we've already talked about this, but or we've well, we mentioned it. But um, so I he- have heard some people say that suicide is an unforgivable sin. Um, Show me the biblical right, reference. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, if, and if you read, uh, what is it, Matthew, um, Matthew 12, which talks about what that sin is, like, well, that's the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, which I think in that context is uh, attributing the works of the Holy Spirit to demons, because that's exactly yeah. what the Pharisees were doing. Well, that's obviously not true. But then this one's interesting. Can a true Christian kill himself? Um, if you're truly saved... And God is preserving you. Um, would God allow somebody to get to that uh, point?
0: So here is my genuine answer. Do you want to answer, Geo? Do you have? Uh, the, yeah, um, you answer? can go first. Okay. Yeah. Here's my genuine answer. If it contributed to someone else's salvation, because as we have been talking for two weeks now on Romans 8:28, God does. Um, What what's the exact quote? Uh, God, we know that for those who
2: love God, those who are called according to His purpose, all things work together for good.
0: Yeah. So all things work together for good. So even in the even in the death of a Christian, a Christian brother or sister, God would still use it for good. What the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good. Yeah. So, and what moment can that be? That could show someone else that was thinking about committing suicide, that's not a Christian, that there is a path more so that that is my opinion that is the opinion of matthew <laughs> um that
1: yeah. uh, that's a good, that's an interesting question right because you know it, i think this comes uh down like my answer really comes down to um well do i believe it's so to, so everyone can understand i'm in a weird place where i'm like i'm not sure if there's like free will or if, like, everything's, like, planned out and we're just, like, living through it. Okay. Like, I... It I, needs I, to be a clarification. Yeah, yeah. People who believe in predestination
2: yeah. also believe that we are responsible for our actions.
1: No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand that, right? So, but what I mean is, like, so your question was, would God allow someone to get there? If, like, I was in the free will camp, I'd be like, well, yeah, because he's not going to take away their choice, no matter how horrible it is um or you know that your your answer like oh if it's for if it um it's for someone else's salvation or if it does that if there is some good that comes from it then yes and i see i see that and i understand that um but would god allow someone to get there um just based on that actually with, with either one that's true if we have free will or if we are predestined or you know whatever or if it's some weird mixture of the both which is kind of where i'm at right now it's a weird mixture yeah, yeah. um i think the answer is yes because you know you could ask, you could ask the same question what well, would good why, why would god allow uh people to get cancer mm-hmm. why would god allow people to um go hungry and starve and uh he has his reasons he has his purposes they're higher than ours we can't see the whole picture he can so would he allow someone to get there a a christian to get there um yeah (laughs) right um now as to why uh, maybe hopefully someone else is saved because of it maybe there's some other reason we can't see or think of uh the why is the where i'm gonna be the catholic church and say i don't know Mm -hmm. um but
0: from what, just, yeah, I mean, I, I think he would. As the Lord said yeah. in the book of Exodus, I will save whom I save, and I will, judge. I will, I will I'll, save. I will have,
2: have mercy to whom I have mercy. Yes, yeah, so that's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah. Um, pardon him.
0: Pardon. Yeah, because he's talking about Pharaoh in that moment. So we can see throughout the Bible, the Lord lets the people commit what their hearts desire. Mm-hmm. Right. At the same time, if they are a genuine Christian, I still believe they can fall. Yeah. Not in the way of losing their salvation, but as in falling to temptation. And then right. go,
1: going on, like, like, talking about Exodus and, like, you know, Pharaoh's heart was hardened. And then the Bible says God hardened his heart even more. So it gave him the resolve to, okay, like, you want to commit? There's the resolve to really commit to your wickedness. Could, because, you know, I, I don't think anyone here just wakes up with the... <laughs> you know, that desire to end their life. Like, that's, that's not something that just happens in an instant, in a moment. No one just wakes up and decides to do it that day. That's something that's been going on for months, days. They've been thinking about it, maybe years. It's built up to that eventual moment. So that's another question that comes up. Like, could that be a, a hardening of the heart too? Um, well
2: it's the sinful progression. That's a that's a hard one because I I think in some part God when God the, the judgment let's make clear that mm-hmm. when God hardens a heart that's a judgment. Mm-hmm. Um in Pharaoh's case God knew that um Pharaoh Pharaoh would have relented in in the sense that he wouldn't have killed the Jews but he did not repent in mm-hmm. any way. He was just trying to save his own skin. And God's like, no, for this very purpose I raised you up, that I might make my name known through you, um, but you continue to uh, abuse my people. So God's like, you claim to be a God, you claim to be all this, I'm going to show the world that you're not this mm. through, through this judgment. Um, but in, in the case of, of suicide, I don't think that is God hardening somebody's heart. I, don't, I, I, that to me, that does not make, that doesn't make sense in, li, in, this, in the context to which uh, that judgment is brought about. Because that judgment in the Old Testament is always brought about when the people of Israel are mm-hmm. going against um, an oppressive yeah. people, like a rule.
1: Well, so we're going to like looking at the Bible, right? Because, you know, people, the leading uh, cause of suicide today is depression, right? right. But that's not always why people commit suicide um in World War II Japanese soldiers committed suicide instead of being captured by enemy soldiers um we look in the Bible Saul commits suicide instead of being captured by enemy soldiers Samson commits suicide uh for revenge um I think one of y'all said Abimelech what was his name Abimelech yeah, yeah he commits suicide because he would rather die if, than be killed by a woman uh, yeah yeah um so maybe like in that sense right so like you know, a Japanese soldier that's committed atrocities and, and rather than face trial for their crimes in World War II, they decide to end their life. Maybe in that sense, that could be like a hardening of the heart of okay, like this is this is not this is completely different from like depression and all that. like you're a vile person, and you could either face your actions or end it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other one, uh, that I just, for some reason, completely skipped my mind. Hitler committed suicide. <laughs> yep. Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: It's a hard thing to tell because we don't have revelation on yeah, it. Yeah, because, yeah. like, I do believe that... So God, I believe, hardens hearts as a form of judgment in, mm-hmm. the Old, in the Old Testament. You see it in Romans 9, it happens in the New as well. But we only know this, the cases when God reveals them. However, though, there, I think there is a very clear argument to make from Romans 1, Romans 8... Ephesians two, Mm -hmm. I think Romans eight is probably the best one right now. But it says the mindset on the flesh is hostile towards God. So you already have a hardness going on, which leads to all types of sin. You have God giving people over for not wanting to um, uh, recognize Him, worship Him, and He's fine. You don't want to acknowledge Me as God; acknowledge yourself, and what happens is we uh, create all types of evil. You know, Mm -hmm. and I think suicide can be a part of that. I don't, I, 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 I don't know. Um, where God's hand is in all of that, in terms of it being used as a judgment, I don't, I don't know. Um, you said something else that I that I was gonna uh, bounce off of. I it was. Um,
1: uh, it'll come back. Uh, you got well. Oh, question? oh, well. Oh. Here, the
2: thing I was gonna say about uh, so my view on on the true Christian. I don't think. I should say this, I don't think um, if a true Christian ends their life, I don't think, um, well, one, I believe that a true Christian could. I don't think that's a, a death sentence because, one, it's not the unforgivable sin, mm-hmm. but also, who knows, we might uh, leave today, get in traffic, get in a uh, little bit of road rage, and then get hit by a car, and that our last moment could be unjustified anger towards other people, maybe saying yeah, something, yeah. you know. So it's like, I don't think your final act uh, determines where you go. Um, but I don't think that God hardens the hearts of of those who are his. Mm-hmm. He has mercy in whom he has mercy, and he hardens whom he hardens, Romans yeah. 9. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um So that would be, uh, that'd be my argument. for um, And I don't have any other questions. At,
0: at the same time with that, I think that a Christian can harden their own heart Yes, over the course of many months, seasons of yeah. life. Um, as Solomon said, uh, there's a season for everything. Yeah. And he, as you can read through Ecclesiastes, which is considered one of the more depressing books of the Bible, he was quite depressed for a large majority of his life. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, some, and both the, in the Proverbs and in Ecclesiastes, I think you can very clearly see his struggle with that depression. And the no, he knew there was something better beyond, but he was called to remain there. Um, also, think, think about the life of John. Mm-hmm. John was, a, they attempted to kill him, it was more than ten times before they put him on the island of Patmos. Mm-hmm. He could not walk at the, uh, at the end of his life. They carried him on a stretcher. If anyone, if anyone could have thought about it, it would have been John. But yeah. John instead turned to love. And chose to love all people, um, as the Lord had commanded him so long ago. Um, So, as a last topic of discussion, the uh, what I consider the probably the most prominent suicide Mm -hmm. in the Bible. um, But Dawson did remind me of another, which I would consider uh, different. Mm -hmm. So, we will quickly discuss Judas's suicide after uh, betraying Christ, Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about Samson's. Um samson's suicide in the uh by the destruction of the temple mm-hmm. so first judas um so the i I've asked everyone now uh, a question the question was, is Judas in heaven or hell um and this originally spawned out of the idea of thinking about the Catholic's position on suicide mm-hmm. um which their belief is he's in hell, not only because he betrayed Jesus but because uh, and because he wasn't, un- he was unrepentant, but also because he committed suicide. So the the whole ponderance of did is Judas in heaven or hell? Real quick, both of you, give me your position. I think he's in hell. Hell. Okay, here's my counter argument, which I've already given them. Um, which really, I we're running up against time. Uh, uh-huh. So, real quick, my position, my counter argument. Not exactly my position, but my counter argument is whether or not when he attempted to return the silver, if it was an act of remorse or an act of true repentance, if it was an act of true repentance and the devil still got to him and got him to kill himself, then I believe 100% he would be in heaven. But if it was instead an act of remorse and he killed himself out of the feeling of remorse, then he is probably damned. Mm Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it is the Lord's judgment that will rule what happens with that.
2: I think this is—I want to read the passage so we can get the the verses down. It says, Matthew 27, 3 um, through—let's see. Uh, (laughs) Then—there we go. Then when Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that he had been condemned, he felt remorse and returned 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood which is important because he recognizes Jesus, well, Jesus, I'm not sure if, if this is his moment of saying Jesus is the Messiah, but he at the very least knows this is not a sin, sinful guy, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they said, what is this to us? See, see to that to yourself. So they don't care. And he threw the pieces of silver into the sanctuary and departed, and he went away and, and hanged himself. And then, if, you know, they take the 30 pieces of silver, and they end up buying Potiphar's Field, which is a fulfill, fulfillment of prophecy. So when you read that, like, I was thinking about your argument this morning, and I'm like, that's... He feels remorse, Mm -hmm. he recognizes Jesus is sinless or innocent. Was that a true repentance? Yeah. And I I think the argument against that would have to be in... there. Let me find the verse real quick. Um, It's gonna be in Matthew 26. Uh, Matthew 26, verses 24 and 25. The Son of Man is going, just as it is written of him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he had not been born. And Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Surely not I, Rabbi. And then Jesus said to him, You said it yourself. Or you yourself said it. So I would say that little description of the, of the Son of Perdition that it would be better that he was never born. To me, that doesn't sound like the fate of somebody who's going to heaven. Mm. (laughs) So
0: let me counter that with the Witch of Endor. When the Witch of Endor summons up the soul of uh, Samuel, Samuel says, "'Woe to you who has called me forth, for you uh, will be destroyed.'" And uh, so he's casting a woe on Saul in that moment. Yet I 100% believe at the end of Saul's life— he still would have been in heaven. So, just because there's a woe, also we can look at the book of Jonah. Jonah is trying to go away from right, God because he knows the, the forgiveness. It, with
2: the, the Witch of Endor case, um, well, I'm saying that. What, what's the, what is the destroyed there? I think the destroyed is talking about his reign, his rule, his lineage, his life, his life, all yeah. of that given to David because he's yeah. doing this act. I believe that Saul. Uh, I remember talking to Marcus about this. I think Saul is in heaven because uh, he was still of uh, the people of God. He was still the anointed of Yahweh.
0: how David reacted when someone (laughs) (laughs) went, I killed him. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he's like, (laughs) Saul told
2: me to stab him. And he's like, you did that? Then he killed him.
0: (laughs) Uh, It was a lie, too. He didn't even kill him. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And he was like... David, David's response was, you dare to touch the hair of God's anointed. Yeah. Die. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Saul, I, I believe Saul is in heaven, but I think that... I'm saying so, just because there is a judgment there right. does not necessarily mean that at the end of his life, it wasn't repentant.
1: And I think when it comes to Judas, the biggest question is, did Judas ever place his faith in Jesus? Like, yeah. I, I. so, and hear me out, I believe Judas believed jesus was the messiah now whether that meant jesus was the son of god jesus was god in the flesh i don't know i do think he believed jesus was the version of the messiah that probably peter thought he was and i think judas betrayed jesus thinking jesus is gonna escape like every other time they've tried to get him so i'm just gonna make some quick easy money right now um and then when he saw that things didn't turn out that way, he felt guilt. Um, but I don't think Judas ever truly put his faith in Jesus. And uh, I go off the indications where John writes, you know, Judas had been stealing money from the ministry the entire time. Um, Judas, Judas goes and he trades Jesus whenever. Um, what Was it Mary, I think, or? One of the women that washes his feet with the perfume and Judas mm. goes, Oh, well We could have sold that Yeah, we could have sold that and helped the poor. And it's like, Well, Judas, your your faith isn't in the money and what you could do. Your faith is in the man who's being anointed and blessed right now. Mm. That or that's where it should and, be. And, and
2: that's why I d I don't think uh I don't think he was selling Jesus out mm. Oh, we're just gonna get away from this one. I think he was uh He's 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 been stealing. He's been taking his money. I think mm-hmm. that was his end goal. Now he may have been. Uh, I mean, I mean, he's definitely close with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Jesus refers to him, I believe, as friend. Yep, as yeah. no, friend. Um, right. and, um, and Jesus washes
1: his feet. Jesus right washes before his feet. This happens right, right yeah.
2: before this happens. Um, but uh, I think Jesus knew the entire time, and I think Judas um, knew the entire time. He was just probably just in denial, like when he mm-hmm. says right here, like. Um, I go surely not I, Lord. Like, surely not I. It's like, I think he's just trying to cover his tracks in
0: that moment. Well, in the same time, I just want to point this out, just so that way we're being fair to all of them. Yeah. Look at Peter. Peter is specifically told by Christ, you will betray me three times before the rooster crows. And what is Peter's response? Surely not I, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes on to betray, to tell Uh, tell that falsehood that he doesn't know Jesus three times. I mean
1: you could even argue that technically everyone there that said surely not I ended up betraying him because in his greatest hour of need they all abandoned him. But but, but in that
2: (laughs) at least in the account of Luke though, Jesus is specific. He says he says, Truly truly I say to you, Satan has asked for you to sift you like wheat. And that was the sifting process for all of them. It wasn't just Peter's for all of them. But he goes, but when you turn Strengthen the brethren. Yep. No such prayer is given for Judas. Yep. Uh, the, 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 the woe given to Judas is, uh, it, it's better that you'd never be born. That's different from Endor. That's different from, um, what was the other example that you gave in the Old Testament? Uh, uh, okay. uh, Jonah.
0: For Jonah, it was more talking about how God had deemed a judgment on those people, but those people repented. Mm. right so in that same way if that act was of real, of true repentance then the lord would have forgiven him but it's that moment it's whether or not that is which is something that we'll never know right. until we're in heaven and we yeah, can ask yeah. those questions
2: so if 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 judas greets us at the door
1: that's gonna be crazy oh man
2: i hope we're not in hell that is,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is wild him at, what, what if they have like, if he did go to heaven, he's the one. Because, you know, everyone says it's Peter, but it's Judas, just to, like, shock everyone. Yeah, that'd The be... shock factor.
0: <laughs> well, it's like, that, it's like that old joke that, uh, it's like you're, uh, you get on the elevator to go to the levels, and it's like, oh, look, this is the Methodist. It's like, oh, be quiet. Okay, we passed the Baptist. They only think they're here. <laughs> <laughs> the Baptists are
2: just sitting in the back of heaven. <laughs> by, by the gate, of course. Because <laughs> no. they're always by
0: the door. Oh, uh, uh, man and uh, just the last thing uh, S- uh Samson uh, Samson kills himself at the end of his life um but also just looking at his life his whole life is full of pride that is his m- main fault which the book of judges is uh, talking about these judges and how human they really are <laughs> mm-hmm. um but he ends up he commits that pride and letting this woman that he should have known by then is trying to murder him um and gives her the secret to how to destroy his powers. He then is taken and humiliated, and then his last prayer is, "Lord, give me the strength so I may I may destroy this temple." And so we talked about this before the podcast started, and talking about is this a ju- is this a what was it a righteous suicide?
2: <laughs> I mean it was it
0: was
2: it was him taking it was it really him sacrificing himself to. Yeah. Hmm. Get rid of the
0: enemy. So um so, and we made a joke about Apple snack bars. Oh gosh. <laughs> so here's the thing. I truly I'm vaguely remembering a when I studied uh the Quran and studied Islam, I think they actually use that passage in that. I may be wrong, I may be making this up. Uh, Dawson's quickly scrambling to Google this real quick. Um but uh also just uh just for some full transparency, both me and Dawson encountered this during this research of this topic. Google really doesn't like when you type the word suicide into it. Oh yeah, no, um, its top result is the suicide hotline. Remember? That's really, that's good. That is that's really good. good. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. uh, saying
1: that. Just like wanting to go. I am. I really hate the portrayal of suicide in like movies and yeah. TV shows and all. Like it is. I. Guys, suicide should not be uh shown for entertainment like that, yeah. or seem to look like something cool or seem to look like your ghosts and your memories still here um now
0: as Samuel Clements uh, yeah. Mark twain yeah uh who is not a Christian at all, you mm-hmm. can go read his autobiography and you can very clearly see <laughs> um but he said that um we have romanticized suicide so much that people think that it's an honor to do so. Yeah. Instead, it leaves a wake of destruction and damnation that may, that may lead to us ourselves, um, questioning whether or not the, there is a creator. Mm-hmm. It, uh, that's the gist of the quote. Yeah, it's yeah. not an exact quote, but yeah. pretty close to it. It was in that same article that, uh, for the C.S. Lewis and Mark, uh, not Mark Twain. Um, reformer who's the reformer my brain's blank of his name martin, martin luther. luther yeah <laughs> yeah so Dawson do you google that real quick
2: yeah so there's a there's a figure um i'm mean, whether or not this is a reliable source or not uh and his name is shamun al uh, ghazi um and they be- they believe that he's you know connected to that story is probably samson <laughs> Um, can soften iron and destroy down palaces, but that he was um, uh. I guess received. I'm I'm skimming through this, but it looks like there is a Islamic version of Samson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's the same guy or not.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else uh, you guys want to talk about before we wrap up?
1: Nah, I just want to read this for you know because okay. if anyone's going through this or having these thoughts or just in a dark place um just remember psalm thirty four eighteen: the lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit you get here you get there because you feel like there's no way out there's no end you feel like you're alone you're not um the your nature your um first instinct will be to isolate yourself and get away from people don't there's so many people in this world that love you and, um, go be with them, go open up to them, um, get around people, uh, seek Jesus. There's a way out. And, um, to quote what someone told me last year, every crisis
0: has an expiration date. Yep. Just get there. Wait on the Lord. Proverbs twenty-seven mm-hmm. seventeen is iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. We are called to be in a fellowship of community. We are not called to be our own isolation, but instead we are to be called together, because there is no sin that is not common to all men. So talk to your brothers and sisters in Christ, and put your faith in the Lord above. Amen. Okay guys, well thank you for joining us on this very deep, very heavy podcast uh, for this week. Um, when we're, when we come back next week, our topic will be on deja, deja vu. vu. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. It's going to be fun. <laughs> but like,
1: I've been here before. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So when we come back next week, our topic will be on deja vu. Yep.
0: And if you have any <laughs> questions or you want to talk about anything, please send it to feedback at uh, isthisbiblical.com. You can find Geo on social media at.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, hello, it's dot on Instagram.
0: Yep, and Dawson, uh, quick book recommendation. Quick book recommendation? Yeah, just pick a book, recommend it.
2: Um, Fellowship of the Ring. That's and, great. Been, that reading, a great. I've been one. reading that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a great one. Uh, the Hobbit is personally my favorite. Yeah, but. I've been reading that as of late. So, Yep, so uh, thank you all for joining, and we
2: will catch you next week.